Welcome back to Ability Beast Talk, hosted by Waid Kabir. Today, we are happy to be introducing Tim Gelsomino. Tim was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago, Illinois, later attending Northern Illinois University, graduating with a business management degree. He was an active member of the Sigma Phi Epsilon fraternity. His first part-time job was at a grocery store in which he worked for about eight years while attending high school and college. Although for almost 14 years now, Tim has been working hard in the industrial machine tool business in which he sells laser cutting systems and press brake bending systems to manufacturers across a wide array of industries. He moved to California after the company offered him to head up sales operations on the West Coast and now manages 11 states and two provinces in Western Canada. Always being known as a gamer, Tim has an amazing bond with both his parents and his sister and has been happily married to his wife, Leslie, for almost three years. He's extremely grateful for the significant relationships he has made with friends over the years, so it's an honor to have Tim here today. Hi everyone, I'm here with uh, Tim Gelsomino from MC Machinery. Uh, welcome to Ability Beats Talk. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, some of Tim's journey of uh, being a regional sales director for MC and his journey and what brought him to California and what brought him to his current position within the company and what positive affirmation and some of his struggles that he's been through, what that means to him and have him reflect on his journey. And I hope this helps everyone. I hope this, hope everyone enjoys the show. All right. How you doing, Tim? I'm great, Waid. Very, very excited to be here. And uh, I very much appreciate you asking me to be on the podcast, man. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. All right. My first question to you is, what does positive affirmation mean to Tim? And what are some of the struggles that you had in recent years or growing up? So it's a, it's a big question. It's a big question. It's a deep question. Um, but it should have a lot of meaning for a lot of people. Uh, for me personally, talking about positive affirmation, um, you know, it's really trying to attack each and every day with the best version of yourself that you can be. And if you bring that best version of yourself, you have a slight chance to maybe impact others um, with the way of how you're feeling and how you're carrying yourself. So, you know, for me, I try and wake up and make sure that I'm appreciative of the things that I do have. You know, we're all susceptible to uh, rough times, bad days, um, you know, things getting on us from work stresses to family stresses. And in the end, um, we, we have the ability within us uh -huh. to control how we feel about everything that happens to us in our given day. And so for me, if I'm able to try and adjust my mindset to be positive and attack each day with uh, a positive attitude, well then, like I said, I, I get an opportunity to possibly rub off on people throughout all walks of life, whether it's people I'm working with, people in my family, my wife, my loved ones, um, even you, Wyatt, you know what I mean? Uh, like, and, and how our relationship started at the gym. Thank you so much, man. You know, so, I mean, it was uh, uh, to see you, and you inspired me so much when I saw you at the gym. And when our conversation started, I felt like your positiveness was reaching off of my positiveness. And then together, you know, it's just other, other people can see it and they could witness it, man. You know what I mean? And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I, hope people, I hope people could attack each day like that as best as they can, just like I do. 
Oh, totally. You know, when I when I first met you, I was on the Smith machine, and you offered to help me. I was doing my reps, and you were like, "Is there anything I you you came out with me with this big smile?" And you were like, "If you need any help, bro, let me know." I was like, "Who's this cool dude?" And uh, who's the who's this true true human being that just came in my life? And uh, I appreciate you for the person that you are, and I appreciate you being the person that you are wanting to help others even at the gym and uh, I don't think people take the time to really say hi to people anymore or you know genuinely ask about their day it's the little things like you know we we don't we're so much on autopilot that we tend to forget that you know so thank you for for doing that for me and I know you do that automatically for others too because that's who you are and so I, it's just a real pleasure to have met you and I that's why when I <clears throat> thought about doing the podcast and starting Ability Beats Talk I was like I saw you and I was like you gotta get I gotta get you on the podcast I gotta get you on the podcast yeah man no honestly and, and like what I was telling you before I mean it's just it's just as much of an honor for me for you to ask me to be here and sit with you and be a part of what you're doing um, because like I said, I mean, I came up to you that day at the gym because you moved me, you motivated me, you know what I mean? My day was good. And then seeing you there doing what you were doing, it honestly, it, 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 it made my day great. Cause I'm just like, look at this guy over oh, here so much, getting at it. You know what thank I mean? So and I know that you have, uh, um, a lot of challenges that right. face you on a day to day basis. You know what I mean? Yes. We all have challenges, oh, yeah. but you inspired me that day, and it was so easy for me to come up to you and just be like, hey, man, if you need a hand, like, I'm yeah. your guy, you know, anytime, totally. anywhere. And, uh, and yeah, no, I mean, I felt it, dude. I felt oh, it. Yeah, totally, yeah. The instant I met you, too, Wyatt, that you're a special guy. Thank you so much. And what makes you that way? Was it a upbringing? Was it the way your parents raised you? Is it, is it uh, your beliefs? Is it, is it your religion? Is it, is it um, just the person that you are? Is it your life experiences? Is it, is it, is it you're uh, just just being through so many experiences in your job, or what? What makes you that way? Yes, <laughs> it's definitely. Um, I definitely would have to say, Waid, it's a culmination of all those things. Right. You know what I mean? But there would there will be, I guess you could say, some catalysts, right, in my life that have taught me lessons that I've taken each and every day and I've grown from it. You know what I mean? Right. So I can't say that I've always been this person that has attacked each and every day with a, a positive attitude and I'm feeling good. And you know, it took, it took work. It took work to get here. Um, and I would say that some of those big moments, those catalysts throughout my life, um, you know, one of them definitely centers around my family. Okay. Um, I'm very, very lucky, very fortunate, very blessed to have such a loving family. I mean, uh, my mother, my father, my sister, my aunts, my uncles, my immediate family to me um, had such an impact because we're we're very we're very loving to one another. You know, we're not shy awesome. about about giving hugs. We're not shy about telling each other we love each other. Um, and and even though there was tragedy there, you know, I mean, I was, uh, I, you know, I was nine years old and my parents separated and there were some tough times where we, we, we lost our home and uh, my mom had to go from a housewife to work in three jobs and supporting us to keep us in the same school systems. Wow. 
So we kind of went from having everything to uh, almost struggling to figure out how we were going to make it. And, um, you know, that would have been a big catalyst as one of my growing points in my life. Wow. That, you know, even though I had love coming from me from all sides, right. you know, it was still um, it was still a big learning experience and a growth experience for all of us, not just right. for me. And, um, but it's, it never felt Waid, it never felt like a poor me situation. You know what right. I mean? And I think that was, that was where the strength truly came from, right. from the love that I had from my family and my right. friends. You know, That's I awesome. never felt poor me from getting from the divorce to, to not having a lot of money, to having to get a job when I was 15, to, you know, make sure I had money to pay for a lot of my own things. And that was that was never a, a downer for me. You know what I mean? That just was kept going. just kept going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, because of that, because of that situation, it led me down the path of of working at a young age. Uh, I worked at a grocery store. It was my wow. first job, dude. I was I was bagging groceries at 15, uh, stocking shelves. After that, I can imagine when you at a grocery store because you'd be so helpful and so happy. <laughs> I can imagine you working at a grocery store helping so many people. It was great. It was an awesome experience, and I got to meet new people every single day. And you're right. There were many opportunities for me to help different customers, right. ask for things. But one of the best things uh, was was the people that I met and the friendships that I made right. from working at that store. Um, that's one of the things that I've been truly blessed with throughout my walk of life is I've made these meaningful relationships That's with awesome. people at every avenue of wow. my being, you know, my from my oldest and best friend from kindergarten, you know what I mean? All the way up to some of my best friends that I made at, at that grocery store. I have best friends from college wow. and I have friends from after college now. And all these people that I've centered around with my life, they all are there and they build me up. You know what I mean? And you guys are still friends to this day. Still friends. So still friends. Many, so many groups of my friends um, that I am I am lucky and I'm blessed to call them true and good friends. And I think that that's what a lot of people miss the boat on is that you want people around you that build you up. You need yeah, totally, people yeah. around you that build yeah. you up. And I've been so, so lucky and fortunate that the people that have crossed paths in my life um, have built me up time and wow. time again. And they are part of this learning experience that I have that I take with me each and every day right. to attack this world from a positive, wow. positive place, man. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was definitely, you know, from, from the divorce um, when I was growing up as a kid to getting a job early on to um, some school struggles, you know, when I went to college. Yeah. I was not an ABC, I was not an AB student. Wow. I was like a C student, man. <laughs> and uh, I was C's an engineer. get degrees. C's get degrees. C's get degrees, man. But, but I mean, I started, <laughs> I started in engineering and yeah. then I ended up, I, it wasn't for me. It didn't click. Like the, oh, really? the math and science just wasn't my thing, dude. So wow. I switched it up to uh, to business and then starts just started to click. That's awesome. Yeah, man. But I have a master's in business. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, you got one notch above me then, and, uh, man, you know? And management. Man, see, I have my management, degree. Yeah. I have my degree in business management as well. Wow, oh, that's awesome. Yes, man. Yes, but it was a struggle to get to it, you know, because I started in engineering. I dug myself in a hole. I got C's, and in order to get into the College of Business where I went to co uh, school at, at NIU, right. 
Um, you need to have a 3.0 average in order to wow. make it. So I had to get straight A's for a semester in order to make it into that college of business. And you better believe, man, I worked my butt off to make sure that I Heck got yeah. straight A's. I got that 3.0 and I got into the college that's of business. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what opened my doors to get me the, the, the introduction to where I am today at, at my company for wow. 14 years. Yep. You have resilience, you have determination, you never give up like me, you know. And I think that's what we have in common. I tell you, man, it's, uh, you know, you see other motivational people out there. You, you see clips on YouTube and you hear uh, guys like Steve Harvey that are, you know, uh, oh, totally, yeah. in, in the spotlight for people. Oh, yeah, totally. But they all, so many people give the same advice and it's so true. And it's, and it, and it might be, it might be like a broken record, but what's wrong with a broken record if it's playing beautiful music? You know what exactly. I'm saying? Um, and, and the, the message that they keep saying is if, if you, really 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 want something and you put your mind to it all you got to do is go for it. Go get it you just do it like oh, you yeah. just you just you hit a you hit a wall you go around it or you go through it oh, yeah. but you don't let it stop you you Never. figure out another way to accomplish what it Never. is that you're going for yeah, yeah man and i mean like i was saying last night when when i was i actually made uh, after my podcast interview with the coach yesterday i actually made another um small snippet of ability beats talk when i got home okay. and i was just bringing up to people that you know i was born two pounds and three ounces two pounds and three ounces and i have cerebral, cerebral palsy i'm here for a reason and just imagine two pounds and three ounces that's like a the, the size of this microphone yeah, you know <laughs> i mean yeah. i mean i mean it's the weight of this microphone it's amazing how how I'm here for a reason, and I'm true. I'm I'm a true blessing, and that, you know, that's why I can't. I gotta leave my mark on this world and never stop. Like you said, never stop. We gotta keep going. We gotta keep going. That's what I'm saying, man. I see a guy like you, and I mean, I feel like your motivation and what you put out there for a guy like me is to the nines, man. Like, I mean, I look at you, and you've had that, uh, you've had to earn and struggle and work and push for everything that you have to get to this point right now from the moment you were born, bro. Oh, yeah, totally. I can't say that, I man. I had to fight since the beginning, since I was born. You've I, been fighting every day, bro. I, I have to remind myself, you know. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, the demons come after us, and it's like, you know, they try to second guess us, put thoughts in our head that, that you know, that we're not good enough, but we got to remind ourselves that, you know, we are good enough. We are right. here for a reason, and we're not going to give up, and we're going to keep on moving forward, and nothing's going to stop us. And that's it, what makes it so beautiful. It's the biggest thing, brother, when you ask me about this positive affirmation, and I'm like, we all have the ability in ourselves you know to interpret oh, yeah. to to adjust how we feel right oh, yeah, i totally. mean we can all be impacted every day by the negative or or you know a boss that came down on us or a friend that hurt us or a uh, a fight with a with a with a relative or a loved one but in the end you have the ability of how you're affected by all that you know oh, yeah. you can either throw tantrums you can get mad you can cry you can get depressed or or you take it you funnel it in and you say okay I can change how I feel right now because I can be sad okay. and dark or I can allow that to be for just a small amount of time while it adjusts in my body and then now I'm going to assimilate it, I'm going to earn, I'm going to own it and now I'm going to change my narrative into right. how, how I view what just happened and how I'm going to carry myself for the rest of the day. Yeah, I mean, we all have that power. You got, you got to just put a, put a positive 
not not just a positive spin, but a positive outlook on the, on it. Yes. And it will turn into a positive outcome. You'll be unbelievable amazed yeah. that as long as you just you you figure it out within your own mind, you have control. And you have the ability to change how, how you allow yourself to be affected by yeah. everything that happens around totally. you. Yes, totally. man. I agree with you ten, yeah. tenfold, man. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. And, and, and this is kind of a, you know, a question in your, your, your relationships and, and some of your family. How did you meet your wife? I mean, how did you guys meet? I met my wife um, at a Blackhawks game. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was through a connection. We had a mutual friend of ours. That's awesome. And... Um, I had met my wife's sister wow. at a New Year's Eve party from a mutual <laughs> friend. Wow. And so here I was at the Blackhawks game and yeah, yeah. and I was with uh, I was with another friend of mine. Right. And um, he noticed that the the sister that we met at the New Year's Eve party was at that Blackhawks game cuz okay. she she put a picture on Facebook, right? Okay. She, and he was like, "Oh, hey, check who's out at the game." He goes, we should offer up to see if she wants to meet us for a drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, sure enough, he messaged her on Facebook. This girl that we met one time at this New Year's Eve party, and he goes, hey, I'm here with Tim. Do you want to meet us for a drink in between periods? And she said, sure. And when, I, <laughs> wow. when we went up to the 300-level bar at the Blackhawks game, no way. there comes my my sister-in-law and then my wife. Uh, my, wife's, my wife's name is Leslie, and wow. I can... I can tell you now, man, like there's just something when you see somebody and there's just a special, there's just and a special spark, man. I was just turning 30 years old. Wow. Yes. I was just turning 30. It was seven years ago. There's still hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> My man, dude. Well, yeah. There's still hope for me to meet someone. Oh, there's always hope, man. There's always <laughs> I'm turning hope. turning 36 in about uh, six days. Man, I know people who've meant the love of their life at like 55. Wow. Yeah, upwards of 60, dude. It I happens. hope it doesn't take that long. Hey, you know? man, I hope it doesn't take that long, too. You know what I mean? I hope it doesn't take that long, either. You know, I hope it doesn't take that long. But I, I know where you're coming from. I know yeah, where you're coming man. from. Yeah, man. It's just, I, I met my wife that day. Um, You know, she's uh, she's nine years younger than I am, so she was 21. I was 30. And she just had uh, just the most wonderful, warm personality, smile. And ever since that moment, um, oh, yeah. we connected, we hit it off, we made sure to, to, to chat, right, we right. got together through mutual friends, right. and then, yeah, one and thing I, led to and another. I only met her once, but I can tell you guys are a lot alike. I, I picked that up right away. Thank you, I man. I was like, yeah. your energies were a lot alike. You know, I was like, wow. It's pretty amazing. I think it's important, you yeah. know what I mean? It really is when you find that one person that you can be your, yeah. your true and utter self with. It's such a freeing and beautiful exactly. thing, man. And yeah. I, I think that's why, you know, the statement is overrated that opposites attract. I think the the person needs to be like you because I, you can't, opposites start fighting with each other. You know, it's like, <laughs> sure, they might attract them for 20 years, <laughs> but uh, you gotta have some things in common. You gotta have the same energy. I, I agree whole, wholeheartedly, right? I mean, there's definitely, we know that there are people out there where the opposites, they make it work. Right. You know what I mean? And they're happy and they're having right, a blast. Exactly. But honestly, man, like, yeah, I mean, I couldn't, you know, my wife is, my wife is definitely my best friend. And, yeah. Uh, I, we get along like two peas in a pod. And like I said, when you're able to be 100% yourself with somebody, it's the most liberating, fun thing that you can ever be. You okay. know what I mean? Because there's no hiding. There's no hiding anything. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah. And you're going through the challenges together. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 100%. I mean, man. that's what life's all about. You go through the journey together. Together. You find that significant other. Right. And you go through the journeys together. You got it, From man. From whatever point you find them. I feel, I feel like it's a, you know, I don't know if this has ever been coined before, but I feel like life can be summed up um, 
very, very simply, you know what I mean? And I feel like life is um, the experiences you have and the people you share them with. Because everything that we do is an experience. Wow, I love that. Everything, love that. right? But then the other half of those experiences is that who you get to share them with. You know what I mean? Because right. that that single-handedly affects our journey while we're on this world. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's not taking into into account, you know, even my religious beliefs. You know what I mean? Right. With, with God, you know, I'm, I'm, yes, yes. you know, and I yes. don't, I don't like to push my right. my religion. You know, I'm a I'm a Christian. I'm a Catholic, and I don't wow. like to push that on anybody because I, I love that because there's a lot of people that, you know, they say they we don't they don't want to push anything, but they end up pushing it. They end up pushing it, right? It's like, wait, hold up, huh? like you know, I respect that, but I have my own beliefs, and it's like. Wait, you got to respect my beliefs at the same time. I tell you what, man. As long as somebody is able to live their life believing that you should treat others the way you want to be treated, I mean that to me. Uh, however you exactly. get, however you get there, whether it's I through, totally agree with you. Whether it's through religious teachings, you know, right. I don't. I mean, most most if 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 all religions right. are always trying to impact in a positive light. They're all well, totally. they're all trying to tell you to love your neighbor. Oh, yeah. They're all trying to tell you to love one another right, and, live exactly. a good, and live a good, fruitful life. Right. So I don't care if it comes across from from this way, this way, yeah, it's that all way, the same or this message, way. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. But it's all the same. Message. But yeah. I know I know how I was raised. I know my culture, and right. I know I know where where my heart right. ends up spiritually. You know, and uh, and yeah, man, when you live that way, it's a blessing. And and I think that transitions to your work. You mentioned 14 years at the same company. Yeah. Um, I was reading a. Uh, some an article about you, you know, you just uh, you you just transitioned from Chicago to uh, you you took over as a regional sales manager. It was a brand new position, I think. Yes. Uh, for your company, and that was amazing, amazing accomplishment. And you deserve it, and you deserve it because the person that you are, the leader that you are, the emotional intelligence, the emotional intelligence that you have, you deserve everything that you've earned, and. That's inspiring for me, you know, because we're almost the same age. I'm telling you, <laughs> you're, you're like a year older than me, <laughs> and it's like really inspiring for me because it's like, you know, if you put in the work, the results will come. Yeah, hundred percent. And God will put you in the right place at I the right time. I love that, Y. Thank you, thank you, number one for the compliment. You know what I mean? It's, thank you. It's not just a compliment. Yeah. It's the truth, man. Yeah. It's just like you're here for a reason. Yeah. You know, you came from Chicago, you know. I'm from back east too. I was yeah, born in man. New York. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we're, when we're from back east, the back east is always inside of us. Yeah, you right, know? right, man, yeah. We bring the back east to here. <laughs> we bring the east coast to here. Yeah, man, yeah. You know, we bring the pizza. We bring the Italian ices. The hot we dogs. Bring the, we bring the Italian beef here. sandwiches. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. We bring it here. <laughs> it's in our heart. It's in our, like, I bring the Knicks. I'm a Knicks fan, and... Thank God we're finally winning. <laughs> but, uh, D Rose, uh, man, D I Rose mean, been, from I was, Chicago. I was praying for this. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I'm so busy now. I gotta watch the the, the games after they're played. Okay, I got you, I'm man. I'm so busy now. I'm like, hey, I gotta watch them on League Pass. Hey, you gotta make time for the things you love. Right, you know exactly. I, mean? I gotta yeah. catch up on some games too. I'm like, wow. <laughs> when they start winning, that's when I stop watching. They're doing good. I know that man. sounds weird. I'm like, what kind of fan am I? It's kind of I'm like bleeding orange and blue. It's kind of like you know they're gonna be okay without right, you exactly. chanting them on, right? Yeah, so there's I, a comfort there. Right. You're like, hey, they don't they don't need my good positive yeah. energy because they're Until doing the it on their own. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm man, like yeah. a playoff man now. I hear you, man. I hear you. I love it, dude. I love it. Yeah, so I gotta catch up on some Knicks games. 
for sure. And um, you know, but back to back to your work. Yeah. Um, how do you empower your um, your coworkers, the people who are working under you, your subordinates? How do you empower them to be the best that they can be? You know, I I, I try to. Um I try and lead by example, and I try and lead with positive reinforcement. So what I mean by that is, by example, is um, I I found no substitute for for hard work, man. You know what I mean? And you kind of said it throughout my my growth and my career at the company. Um, I'm a guy that I could admit I'm not I'm not the smartest guy in the room. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you what, like I will work uh, 12, 14, 16 hours if I have to because it's my name. It's my name, right. it's yeah. my credibility, it's totally. it's my pride and my work. So oh, yeah. one of the biggest things that I lead by is I try and lead by example. I right. try and show my coworkers and my, my team members that I manage um, that I'm I'm the hardest working guy in the team. Right. But hey, I would love for you to to, to, to be right up there with me oh, totally. and surpass me. I'm not trying to make sure wow. that I'm always the hardest working wait, guy. Wait, wait, wait. Repeat that. You said surpass you. Surpass, surpass me. you. Yes. Wow. Yes. So that's void of an ego. I mean, that's that's close to as void of an ego as I, I've I've ever heard. If I surpass you, that would be the ultimate ultimate goal, man. Because wow. if you get somebody that works under you that goes above what wow. you're bringing to the table, you got a stud. Wow. You got somebody that is just special, wow. A plus material, and you're just like, look at this person. You That's know, amazing. absolutely, man. I mean, that should always be the goal is to That's try and get the people that, you that can say that. Oh, 100 percent. Leaders, not a lot of people in the managers. I mean, some of them are managers, not leaders. But um, and leaders are some leaders are not managers. Yeah. Um, but but the fact that you can say that out loud and make it an affirmation and let allow your team to feel that way just empowers them just by you saying that. I'm telling you, man. It's uh, it, it, for me, it's 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 not a hard thing. I mean, I I, I feel honestly if. Uh, if you're working hard and you're getting people around you to rally with you and work hard themselves, and then you gotta let them know. I mean, I strongly feel you should let people know that they're doing a good job. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying that everybody needs a pat on the back every five minutes, but at the same token, when somebody does good work, you should let them know it, you know? Because wow. it, it goes a very, very long way. Now, we talked about some of your beliefs as growing up, but how did you develop your management style? Was it is it emotional intelligence? Is it, is it, uh, Senge's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, John Wooden's servant leadership? Or is it, um, <laughs> What is it? You it's, know? it's the it's the Timmy G style of management, man. Okay, I'll be okay. honest with you. I can't say and pinpoint that it's a certain style. I, if I had to, if I had to put uh, a name on it, um, it would just be two big words. You know what I mean? Empowerment, which you've hit on, right? And we've all read that one. But synergy, man. You know what I mean? I love synergies. The man, def- you should write a book. I'm telling you, the, de- <laughs> the definition of synergy is when you have multiple people working towards a common goal. You know what That's I mean? Awesome. Yeah. And when I get my team and I get others that are not my team directly, right. but they're part of the company and I'm getting them involved and I got wow. a group of five or six people all gelling, all wow. trying to make something happen for a, for an account or a sale or a, or a, or a, or a support for our customers. It's magical, man. It feels so, like so, you're all building a pyramid together wow. or something, man. You so know you what look, I mean? You look beyond your team. Not just your team. You look beyond that. 
You look all over the company. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I, I look at the company as a living, breathing body. You know what I mean? Like nothing is mine. Everything is ours. You I know love, what I mean? I love that. Yeah. So like, even though I manage on the West Coast and I'm only responsible for the customers out here on the West right. Coast, when I talk to people um, that that work at our company and they and they deal with every customer, right? right? Yeah, all yeah. over North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I'm not, I don't talk like it's my customer, right? It's not mine, it's not mine, it's yeah. not mine. It's ours, man. Like, hey, what right. are we gonna do for these people? How are we gonna attack right. these people, yeah. right? It's not an I, I, I thing, and I think that that's, hour, yeah. yeah, and I don't think that that's, um, that's rewriting the history books right, here, exactly. saying, you know, it's ours, not I, but I feel like so many people need to take a lesson to learn that, um, you know, it's everybody's responsibility right. for a company to be successful. You know, right. it doesn't just it shouldn't it doesn't just fall on on one or two or three right. four people. And a lot of a lot of companies and a lot of leaders or so-called leaders <laughs> don't realize that. You know, and they, they don't yeah. realize how much how much power they have and how much good they can do to help their team. And it's so amazing that you are so selfless and you just want to empower, 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 and help, 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 and teach, teach, teach. That's just amazing. It seems, I'll be honest, I mean, Waid, it seems like it works, man. So, I mean, I would, I, I, if it didn't work, I'd probably be sitting here talking to you about some other things that yeah, I do yeah. for my style. But, I mean, I've uh, I've been blessed. I've been fortunate. I, I have worked hard. I've managed um, three different teams at my wow. organization. And I feel that from each team, I learned how to be a better manager okay. and, and a better leader. Um, but also, I hope that I made those around me feel like, they they are better at what okay. they do now because of working with me. I I can't speak for them, right, right. but but I hope that the, from the feedback that I've gotten and, right. and keep moving forward at the company that that it's been seen that I um uh, that I do have that 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 positive impact right, and, exactly. and I'm and I'm happy for it, man. Right. I mean I'm really happy for it. That's amazing. Thank you, brother. Yeah, I appreciate so that. What would you if you could go back in a time machine? Yeah. What would you tell Tim, 18 year old Tim, and what would you do differently? I can go back in a time machine, 18-year-old Tim. I would definitely. 21-year-old Tim. Yeah, between honestly, man, between 18 and 21, I would tell you I probably had the same problem. You know what I mean? And it's I would tell Tim, the sooner you figure out not to sweat the small stuff, um, the sooner you figure out not to take life too seriously, the sooner you figure out that. Um, you know, other people's viewpoints and opinions of you are just that. Yeah. They're, they're their opinions and views oh, totally. versus how you feel about yourself. Oh, yeah. The sooner I can tell myself those oh, yeah. things, yeah. those nuggets to not sweat the small stuff, don't right. worry about what other people think of you right. and know who you truly are oh, and, totally. and love it and embrace it. Because I'll be honest, man, I'm a, I'm a dork. I'm a weird dude. Like, I think everybody's weird in their own way. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I, I think weird is like a wonderful awesome. word, man. I think weird oh, yeah. is a wonderful place to be. I think... I'm weird too, man. The, yeah, man, everyone, every one of us are weird. And we just need to own up and be like, yo, this is who I am. I'm yeah. kind of a weird dude. But you know what? You have the choice to take me or leave me. It's, it's, uh, I was talking about, to my mentor, my history professor about uh, about this the other day it's duality yeah you got you got a light and you got a dark I mean it's a duality you without daytime there won't be no night yeah without yeah. nighttime there won't be no daytime yin and yang man yin and yang yeah so it human beings are the same way same way you know so we both have two sides and 
we're all weird, and that's what makes us weird. It does, man. You know what I mean? Everyone's got different idiosyncrasies. We, 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 we shelter who we really are from a lot of people because they can only take that kind of weirdness in doses. You know right, what I mean? Right. And it takes you even time to be as weird as you want to be with your own with your own wife. Right, you know what exactly. I mean? Like when you live with somebody, it's different, <laughs> man. You know? They you know they learn. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? What, like, you, what is this? I never knew this about you. When you're having conversations with yourself, you know, and you're oh, acting yeah. out. You know, I can't tell you how many conversations. Like you're talking out loud, yeah. Yeah, I, I act out conversations. Conversations, why oh, yeah, you know yeah. conversations that never happen, but I oh, think yeah. that they might happen, and if they happen, <laughs> I game plan for what oh, I'm going to yeah. say and how I'm going to say it's it. Strategizing. It's strategizing, it's strategizing, but 90% of them never happen. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so outsiders looking in would be like, you know, what is he doing? But <laughs> what is he doing? I would raise I love my. That. I love that. I would raise my hand and say that that would probably be most people. I don't. Right. I don't think that that's all that uncommon. I just think that all these weirdnesses don't make it out very often to the right. to the mainstream you know what i mean yeah exactly and i think people just need to be comfortable being themselves like you said 100 percent. Just, just be yourself whatever it is just be yourself right that's why i'm wearing punky brewster stuff hell yeah because i'm like being myself i'm i have punky power <laughs> and i got i gotta get Soleil moon fry on the damn show i got so, punky power and, uh, whoever knows Soleil moon fry <laughs> i got i gotta reach out to her soon hell yeah so, man you know, it's not. I've adopted this because number one, you gotta go back in, in your childhood. Yeah. You gotta tap into younger Waiis, you know, and younger Tim. Yes. And we gotta, we, you know, you can't forget about your childhood, and that's why I'm still a Power Ranger fan. I'm gonna go meet the Green Ranger on Saturday. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I'm gonna meet the Green Ranger in Orange on Saturday, and hopefully he's better than the Black Ranger because that experience was like, I mean, the Black Ranger was a nice guy. Yeah. A really nice guy, but I got the impression that he was when I approached him he he, was, he knew that I was disabled yeah so we kind of made it like a you know this guy's disabled let me give him a few claps let me take a picture with him yeah yeah I got gotcha. you kind of felt sorry for me you know and I was like I'm not about that bro. yeah right man I'm Y.E. yeah right bro <laughs> I, don't, I don't need all this you're an ability beast I, I, bro. I, exactly I don't yeah. need all this like special attention all I'm trying to do is, I was trying to get him on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get to know him, and I was trying to keep in touch with him yeah. through social media. Yeah, sure. But I think people miss the boat on who they, they they put a label on people. Yeah. And that's what uh, I think it's important, whether you're dealing with society, yeah. daily life, or work. Yes. You don't put labels on people. You give them the benefit of the doubt. You let them go through their going, growing pains and you figure out what their strengths are yeah. and what their weaknesses are and you put them in in the place where they where they can help you the most. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly, White. Is that what you do with your company and uh, some of your coworkers? I do. You put them in the place where you think that their strengths I've done that I've done that on previous teams okay. and, it, and, it, and it works and it works very very well man if oh, you yeah. can cater to people's strengths and and you know you try and take you try and shop off the weakness man oh, you know totally, what I mean yeah. if, if you can if you if you have the opportunity to you oh, know yeah, yeah. Um, but it's uh it's been a great experience moving out to California. Me and my wife, we love it here. I love, I love my company. I love the team that we have. I mean, it's it's a really great experience, man. What I love about you, and this is a very, very amazing quality. And if I worked for you, if I was part of your company, 
I would. I love this about you. You're a straight shooter. Yeah, man. You're I a straight try to shooter. Be. <laughs> you know, you, there's no BS about him. I mean, I mean, you're a straight shooter. You know, you tell it like it is. Appreciate that. You want things certain a certain way, but you communicate that with love and, and compassion and understanding, and make sure that that the person understands where you're coming from. And I do. And you want to help them grow. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah you so, hit the nail on the head, Wyatt. So, I mean, you know, it's so great. Like, I can, that you I can get really it see and that. You can see I can it, really man. see that. It shines within you. So it's, it's the ability beats that you have. My man. Speaking of the ability beats. Hell yeah, dude. And I, yeah, that's why I think this podcast, not to not just put a shameless plug out there for myself. No, man, you got but, to. But I think this podcast is uh, something uh, that is uh, unique because, um, first of all, my name means unique. Wade means unique. Does it really? Yeah, yeah, it does. And another thing is unique about it is I'm learning about other people's journeys. Yeah. And we all have struggles and we all are on different journeys. And we all have a story. Correct. And we're all here together. We're all on brother on this earth for some reason together. Yes. And from all different religions, all different backgrounds like we talked about. Right. And and we, we, we live different professions. Some of us are coaches. Some of us are... Motivational speakers, some of us are uh, salespeople, uh, sales regional managers. <laughs> right, you know, right. We, we all have different titles and different responsibilities. But I think the ultimate responsibility, like we talked about, is looking out for each other, loving each other, and and just learning from each other and and, and going towards the light. The, yeah. The experiences you have and the people you share them with. Why oh, you, totally. Right? One of my last questions for you. Yeah. Before we finish up here, and thanks again for joining uh, me on this podcast today. It's awesome. And to be here. Uh, I hope I hope we can do this again soon. And it was a pleasure. Um, Definitely. Uh, one of my last questions is: Yeah. Have you um, have you dealt with any person that was disabled uh, within your company, or how do you see people with disabilities moving along? And getting the chance to have more opportunities within work or within society in general. Yeah. How do we move the needle forward as from your your perspective? So I know you're not an HR manager. Right. But yeah, no. But, um, but how do we move the needle forward? And really quick on the HR thing. Yeah. When I was uh, back in 2010, I was doing a motivational speech at a diversity conference, and a bunch of HR managers were sitting, and they they spoke freely. They don't want to hire people with disabilities because of reasonable accommodations. Mm. And they said it straight out. Yeah. And and they said it just like it didn't matter. Yeah. Because they're not in. They weren't the work. They weren't in their workplace. Yeah. And they said it within a diversity conference. That's hard to hear. Yeah. Right? Especially when you're disabled. Of course, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no like, joke. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I got this bachelor's degree now. You want me to do nothing with it. I'm glad yeah. you I'm glad you could laugh at that though, man, because yeah. you have to, right? Because it's yeah. sad. You know, yeah. and rather than, you know, getting getting up in arms, which right. which change needs to be made in that regard, right? right? But you can at least take it and you could laugh at it and you could be like, All right, well, you know what? That's messed up. That right. needs to change, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not it's not it's not ruining your right. day. It's not ruining no, your life. No, for no, it, you know. And and I and I took I took the lesson as okay, okay. Um how do I change that perspective? Yeah. And how do I um not listen to that, tune that out yeah, in a way. Man, yeah. And 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 how do I create my own pathway? 
Yeah. And I think it took me a long time to realize, look, I got to create my own nonprofit, which I did. Sure. I got to create my own, which I'm building right now, Ability on the Move. It's awesome, Another shameless, uh, shameless plug. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> um, we give grants and scholarships to the disabled. My man. Of Orange County. But, um, That's amazing. Uh, but little by little. <laughs> but um, but um, uh, the thing is, how do you think that needle needs to be moved forward? It's got to be, in my opinion, it's 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 a two part. It's two parts. Okay, right. it comes on behalf of the companies that are hiring and finding uh, a need and filling it. You know what I mean? So um, there are plenty of jobs and opportunities that can be created or put aside to right. be able to be managed and right. and and um and done by somebody with certain right. disabilities you know what i mean and at the same token though i the people uh such as yourself with disabilities have to be able to be comfortable enough to to figure out how to go out there and apply apply for right. a position apply for a job and it's not going to be easy because Right. What jobs are there that are common, that are structured around a, a, a disabled position? You know what I mean? They're probably right. very few and far between. Right. But if it's a two-part thing where we get more companies that are, that are aware of that there's a need right. within the organization that could be filled by somebody with special needs or disabilities, right. well then... Let's go ahead and create that. Exactly. Let's make an initiative so that there's a lot of companies that pull together and they right. say, hey, you know what? We never thought about attacking this before. Right. We never thought about this as like a, as an option, but what if we were able to create something right. that was centered around hiring somebody with disabilities for this position? I love that. I think it's fantastic. I, I worked with the company um, um, in the Northwest and uh, it was called Chinook. And they're, uh, they're an assembler and manufacturer, and their whole business model was centered around hiring people with disabilities, training them how to do this assembly work, and then getting them filled in job positions um, wow, in manufacturing amazing. and assembly. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, so they took in people yeah. with, with special needs, and they were able to train them and then get them jobs at factories and companies, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. But if we each, if, if other companies took a little bit of that responsibility, right? right? Because Chinook is a special example. They're an right. example of a company that's doing it on a big scale. They're hiring a right. lot of people exactly. to do this, right? But if each and every... And little by little. Little by little of every company or at least a, a percentage of companies... How do you think that can happen? I Man. think it's got to happen with awareness, Waid. Okay. Honestly, I feel like, like things like what you're doing... And getting this out there into the world, and, and and creating, creating a question of how do we tackle this, right? Like it's a question yeah. I never, I've never been asked this question. Why? <laughs> no, honestly, man. Like I think that the awareness of it, that it should be something that we should have a spotlight on it, and that's exactly what you're doing. And I mean, you need to use this as a launching point to say, hey, right. companies of America out there, can you take a look right. and try and create a position for guys like me and guys right. similar to me that I like that that they can actually I like, I like that that you, you know, would feel you would feel you good in that sentence yeah I like that. It gave me some ideas yeah man you yeah. know and you're starting it right now you know yeah. what I mean like I mean it takes accountability yes that, that, that we gotta hold the feet to the fire of these HR people of, of, of the I understand I understand liabilities I, I get it of course but but <laughs> that's what they Invented a liability waiver. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean did somebody missed the boat on that one. But um, but um, 
But I think, like, like you said, we need to talk about it more, and we need to hold these these people accountable and educate them. I think educate them. One hundred percent. Educate them. Educate them. That people with disabilities are capable. Yes. And if they have the education and they have the background, why the hell not? You need to. We need to figure out a we way how to, to get them a job. To be put in debt. And That's have right, somebody man. Calling Sally Mayer, somebody else calling yeah, on us. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. You know. And Department I, of Education calling on us. Yeah. For our money back. And we're, I. Lo- we're not making no money. Right, and I love it, man, because you're like, hey, like I'm, you're like, you're like, I'm ready to work. You know what I mean? Like, and there's a lot of people like me that are ready to work. Like, we want to go to work. We want to, we want to create value. You there's know? been so many like job interviews that I went on, and I was like, they just write me off, and I was like, within ten minutes, I'm like, what was that? You know, I was like, yeah, man, I didn't get dressed up, and come all the way down here on my bus. For you, for you to just write me off. And yeah, right. It was just disheartening, you know. I bet. And I, I actually went to a, a Teamworks event. Well, I should have named, named their name, but <laughs> <laughs> a Teamworks event. Sure. Uh, well, it's accountability. So I went to a Teamworks event. Uh, NBA team. Uh, uh, they work with the NBA and uh, other other organizations, and they try to get people jobs in sports. Yeah, right. And it's 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 a it's a. Uh, organization that helps people get jobs in sports so I went to an event at the Staples Center and I went on top of the roof it was on top of the roof this was right before the pandemic whoa and uh, the event was on the roof and I took the train all the way there and when I got there people were cutting me off they were like cutting me like within two minutes of talking to someone like a representative from a team another person would come and cut me off and if they're Team representative wouldn't even do nothing. Wow. They just start talking to the next person. Yeah. And it's like they they pretended like I wasn't even there. I felt invisible. I'm sorry to and hear it was that. Like, man. It was like, really? Like, like this is what this business is all about. Yeah, right. Like this is how we're gonna handle this. Like I'm I'm not even here. Yeah. I have the more credentials than half of the people here. Yeah, right. And it's like you're gonna write me off just like that. That's just it was so disheartening go back, going back on the train. Sure. And it was just so disheartening that whole day. But I learned from it. I was you like, learned from it. I knew you know, I was waiting for you to say it, Waii, because I knew you would say that. I know, learned I, from it. Of course, I, yes. I learned from everything. Hell yeah, I, man. I, I'm constantly reassessing what I'm doing. Yeah. And assessing it over again, you know, and trying to strategize and new, do something new. I got you, man. And, well, uh, that's back to the drawing board and. and re-strategize and, and come out of a different approach don't give up but come out of a different approach don't give up come out from a different approach and honestly man like even from all of our misfortunes and and situations like that oh, yeah. learning learning from it brother i, mean, I that's think I, and everything's timing i think a year ago or two years ago i wouldn't be able to do this podcast sure the way i am right now i got you man i wasn't there mentally i wasn't there emotionally sure um i think i am now you know because i'm doing it I, I so, see it. Yeah, man. So you are there now. It's, I, I it's not that you think you are. You're there now, Wyatt. You're there now, It's happening. And, and Hell yeah, I, man. Thank you for seeing that I am can be an advocate for the disabled because I've always seen myself as that. Yeah. And I think I'm. we're just trying to move the needle together. So thank you. Thank I you love so it, much. Man. No, thank man. Thank you so much for taking the time today. And, um, you know, and thank you for spreading the word about this podcast because it means a lot to... Uh, to the people out there, you know, and they need to hear this message. I, I only got like 50 listeners the first week, uh, but that was 
Hey, that was 50 less people that didn't listen to the uh, podcast before. So. Little by little, man. Little, little by, by little, little, you know, got to build that up, build that uh, audience. And the more and more people that listen to this podcast, we're going to move the needle forward for people with disabilities. Yeah, man. And we're going to move the people forward, uh, the needle forward for just people in general, you know. Yeah. And we're all in this together. I bring nothing but love and you bring nothing but love to, to the world. And, and, and that's what it's all about. Love it, man. I'm so honored to be here. I really appreciate you wanting to be here. And uh, I, I I, only foresee you growing, growing, and growing, man. You know what I mean? Because like you said, you have a directive. You have the power. You have the attitude. You have the uh, you have the spirit to get this done, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Thank you so much for you your support. You just got to keep going, bro. Yeah, thank you so much for your support and your love and, and the man that you are. And don't forget that. On the hard days, don't forget that, please. And you got a friend in me, so call me, text me, and, you know, we're all in this together. I appreciate that, man. I think, you know, I, I really mean that, you know. If you don't, I'll be, I'll be feeling, I'll be feeling, you know. Vice versa. You know, like, like you know, you know, I, I'm here for you. That's all I'm trying to say. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and that goes two ways, <laughs> Thank brother. you so much. That's brother. how thank I live, so man. Brother. I appreciate you. Well, have a blessed day, and uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And, uh, again, uh, Tim, thank you so much. Thank you, Wyatt. This was fantastic, man. This Appreciate awesome. it. You better yeah. come back soon. I'm in, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Okay, sounds great. <laughs> we'll see if we can get the sirens out of the way next <laughs> Yeah. <time. laughs> hey, but well, that's an East Coast thing. Yeah, man. You know, you got to have a little siren, <laughs> a little place smelling like trash. You know, that's an East Coast thing. <laughs> you got to have a little East Coast smell. It's like right it's, outside of the garden, uh, man. It's like dumpsters all over the place. <laughs> you know? You know, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That, that's a huge ghost smell. Love it, dude. You know, littering. I'm not a litterer, but you know, it's like trash all over the place. That's East Coast, you know. For sure, you know. For sure. We live in Pleasantville right now, but um, you know, in the East Coast, there's everywhere. You know, everything's everywhere. You know. But thank you so much. Hundred percent, man. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, have, dude. Have a great night. Thanks, brother. You too, man. Thank you for tuning into Ability Beast Talk. Please remember to subscribe and follow the podcast, looking out for future episodes and amazing content as we change the world by powering through our struggles with positive affirmation. Ability Beast Talk is available on Apple, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. As always, Ability Beast Talk is powered by Ability on the Move, a nonprofit organization in Orange County, California, helping the disabled community with grants and scholarships. Please visit abilityonthemove.org to learn more about the Ability on the Move and who we are helping. Thank you for listening to Ability Beast Talk. Ability Beast Talk.